0: The assumption is Black fathers were not primary caregivers. Mm. The assumption is, well, they're not even around. Mm. And hello and welcome back. Mia, what is up?
1: Hello. What is up?
0: We, this is what, another, I don't know if this is two or three, but this is a snippet. This is part of the transition from the couple's council to relationship renegade. Yeah, yeah, there goes those wind chimes again. Nice. <laughs> so we're having a lot of fun here. And for those of you who are catching this episode for the first time, you gotta go back a few episodes to see just what's happening, because I can imagine you might be a little lost. It says a couple's counsel and you're hearing relationship renegade. If you've not been around for a little bit, uh, that lady you just heard does not sound like her Dean Mercier. <laughs> it, it's okay, her Dean knows. I mean, she knows her, not that she knows anything's going on, but don't worry. <laughs> Okay, this is part of a rebrand that we're doing, and this is a special Saturday episode to help you guys, our listeners, our our family, at this point, help you guys merge and transition with us. Um, the name of the podcast will be changing; it will be Relationship Renegade, and the hosts will be different. I'm not going anywhere, but my dear friend Mia T, Mia Terrazas. She's not, I'm not doing it alone. No. All right. So this is a reminder that you want to be looking out for a relationship renegade. The couples council is phasing out because relationships are everywhere. Even if you're not a couple, even if you used to be a couple, you're still in a relationship. Okay. So that's the idea here. In honor of, of father's day we say father's day but around my house we say father's day month you know (laughs) yeah that's what we that's what we say and to continue what we're doing with the podcast this month um on wednesday you heard an episode an interview something we dug out of the archives with a dad a dear friend of mine i'm not going to tell you anything about it if you didn't hear it you just have to go back and listen to it but today As part of our snippets, we are going to continue the conversation about dads. All right, Tia, Tia, Mia T.
1: (laughs) You're combining my name. I know,
0: I know. We're still waiting for names, by the way, for Mia. So keep those coming. Um, You came up with a really cool name for this episode. That was all you.
1: Father Effect, Yeah.
0: The father um, effect. That is a relationship that we we will probably end up covering many times.
1: I'm sure it will definitely come up. I've been reading some research of how an engaged present father contributes to society and uh, through their children and also um, what it looks like when, when they're not. And I know we had a conversation about prior to this episode about wanting to include um, the roles of men that are not biologically fathering children, but also take on the role as the father figure.
0: The non-dad dad, dad, right? So the non-father father.
1: father. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that is a very interesting uh relationship yes the the research that you looked at did they specifically talk about them or just fathers in general
1: well when i was looking it's actually really difficult to find statistics for the father figure um there's what i was reading is that there's been you know primarily there's been a lot of um studies about the relationship between like moms and children and their cognitive development and all of that social development and just like in in the last few I don't know last decade or so there's been more information coming out about the importance of fathers and so I don't know yet if it's if there's just not a ton of information yet at my disposal or our disposal about this idea of a father figure and on somebody that's not biologically related.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, so, so I can tell you, okay, mm -hmm. so full disclosure, Um, you and I have talked about this a little bit Uh Um, to those of you listening, fatherhood and dads and black fathers. That's my, that's my jam. Mm -hmm. So so
1: Uh
0: I, I like to, I like to think of myself as one of these people who kind of started the conversation, particularly as as it relates to black fathers as primary caregivers, Mm -hmm. because when I started looking into that stuff, Mm -hmm. no one was talking about that. Right. And the reason they were not talking about that is because the assumption is black fathers were not primary caregivers. Mm. The assumption is, well, they're not even around so much less would they, I mean, they would much less be primary caregivers anyways. Right. And yet, when you actually start looking at the data and talking to people, a lot of Black and brown dads are stay-at-home dads. Yes. But you wouldn't know it by looking on social media or looking at TV. They lead you to think that it's primarily white, upper-middle-class men, you know, that are Mm -hmm. doing that sort of thing. So... I'm not going to stay on my soapbox too long. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, again, I'm going to save that for another, we'll save that for another episode. Okay. Um, but the relationship between fathers and their children, or even men and children. Uh-huh. Okay. The relationship between men and children is one that is um, all kinds of messed up. <laughs> And, and I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it, right? Because obviously there are men who seek to abuse children and pedophiles and all that crap, okay? So right. there's that. But we don't talk about the women who are pedophiles either.
1: That's true.
0: So that shit is crazy. But
1: That's true.
0: <laughs> as if it doesn't exist, right? But then when you talk about the men who have fathered these children or who are uncles and grandfathers and who are next of kin, Mm-hmm. we act as if they're not doing anything and right. I say I say we speaking in generalities because there are people who acknowledge fathers and uncles and grandfathers kudos to you guys but generally speaking as a society we really don't know what to do with men and the father figures and, the, and that relationship
1: it's so true and you know what um it's just making me think about what you're like, what you're just saying about the relationship between men and children. Period is kind of like there's like this weirdness to
0: yeah, it's it. Fuck, it's fucked up. Let me just say.
1: Yeah, say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a almost like a dangerous dynamic. And it um, is.
0: It is. And and you know, even when we don't say it. And again, as a society, there is this almost automatic perceived danger or lack of safety when it comes to men and children,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. right? This is why a lot of fathers are not allowed to care for their children. Mm -hmm. This is why when dads want to change diapers, it's automatically assumed that he don't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah. And children pick up on that. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you attribute that to? Uh do you think it's like a social construct? It,
0: it's a, I, I think it's a few things, you know? So in some, so in some of the research that I, do, that I did when I was uh, completing my dissertation, mm-hmm. culturally speaking, um, in some cultures, men just don't care for children.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, there's no... There's no kind of data to suggest that they cannot. Right. It's just believed to be a woman's work,
1: mm-hmm. and Definitely. so a
0: man, a man who's who's home and looking to care for his kid, there must be something wrong with him. Right. Okay. So that's the understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's this thing about men are more dangerous than women. Mm -hmm. that exists yeah it just exists in the atmosphere either more dangerous or we're more clumsy um, or men don't nurture Mm -hmm. and so all those things come together you know to create just a lot of crazy stuff and I will also add the whole feminist movement right Mm -hmm. okay so there's some conversation amongst certain people that seeks to if not intentionally, unintentionally, eliminate the need for the man or the father.
1: That's an interesting, interesting point. Because I mean, it's, in, it's interesting because, I mean, there's research now that uh-huh. should, you know, or not now, but there has been research and there's more coming out about the significance of a father figure um, and, a, and just a father on just children in general, um, and, you know, actually, I wrote something down because it was pretty powerful when I read it, and I wanted to share it. I, mm-hmm. I, I read something that says, um, when this is in relation to um, fathers, that daughters will model relationships with others based on their father's character, okay, and then sons, boys, model themselves after their model themselves after their father's character. And I thought that that was really powerful in the sense that for for daughters they model relationships with others, and for boys, sons, they model um, themselves after the character of their father.
0: figure. Right. 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 And then. In the midst of all of that, Mm -hmm. we as a society Mm -hmm. are not doing all we can to make sure that he, the father, is there for these kids to emulate or model or to have be representative of these, you know, these people that they want to be as adults.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Mm
0: -mm. So it's crazy. That's why and again we're kind of bouncing around here but it's cool you know boys if dad's not around they look to athletes and they look to movie stars and other people um because they just need someone in that gap they need to fill that void with something
1: right yeah they need to see
0: how
1: how does the world work (laughs)
0: And someone has to be there to tell them. Someone that they can relate to has to be able to point them. And then for girls, Mm -hmm. you know, that is a whole... And I have two girls, as you know, and most of you know I have two girls. So
1: um,
0: just watching how my relationship with them has changed over the years, Mm -hmm. that is insane. And then, so I have two girls and I have a wife. So now I'm in the midst of three uh, not women, but little women and an older woman, I have to yeah. be available to all, to the needs of all three of them.
1: And then, you know what I like, I love how you just said that. You have to be available to the needs of all three of them available to the needs is what sticks out to me because I'm think you know, I'm just thinking about this and I have, you know, friends and family. And although their, their father biological father was there, they were not available to Mm -hmm. them. And Mm -hmm. so even though we have maybe a father in in the room next to us, it's still not, there's still a void there. And there's no guarantee. Yes. And, you know, an emotionally engaged um, father may not be there. And so what I have seen is other is you know my friends that didn't have an emotionally engaged father looking to other things as well yeah um like really struggling with that like how how do they how do they um navigate their marriage how do they navigate parenting um they don't they're, they don't want to ask their dad for help
0: <laughs> uh, so
1: they're looking for other father figures and that's yeah. why, um when we were talking about Father's Day coming up, I'm like, you know, father figures are seriously just so important, they're important people, and I think we forget about them because the concentration is so much about the biological father and the role that they play or don't play. You know mm-hmm. there's that those that research they're either there or they're not there, um, but there's this big majority of people that are playing father figures to father, um, fatherless people and people with fathers. Mm-hmm.
0: Totally, totally. And, and again, you know, I have kids in my house I and mean, I have other kids whom I've adopted, you know, pseudo adopted. But they'll call me, you know, stuff they ask me about. And I'm like, yo, you don't think this is for your dad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah And so now I got to be careful about that, right? Because you don't want to paint a negative picture of their dad, but yeah. they, they, they've come to you. Right. It's important work. So, yeah, yeah. so that father that father relationship, the father effect, right, mm-hmm. it, that one relationship has many, many implications for many, many other. Relationships If you guys want to hear more about that, you definitely want to subscribe to Relationship Renegade.
1: You're in the right place.
0: For sure. We're not going to give you all at once. This has This was just intended to be a little snippet, right? a, a taste, a sample, a little morsel so of which little snack mm-hmm, <laughs> of, of what you're going to find in the, I was going to say the new but it's not even the new, it's like a brand new Yes, rebrand Relationship Renegade Put it on your calendar guys, starting July 1 July 1, that is a Wednesday You will no longer find the Couples Council Now, again, I'll still be around but it will be called, it will be dubbed Relationship Renegade all right so make sure you put that on the calendar and uh let us know how how you're responding to all of this it can be a lot of information a lot of change we got you bouncing back and forth but i believe you guys can handle it don't you think so mia
1: i do i think so i think you know we're all in a lot of different relationships in our life and this is just a great way to start the conversation about what those relationships look like to Mm -hmm. us Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i mean to me, it makes sense. You guys let me know if it makes sense or not. Hit us up, social media. You know where to find me, um, leave a review. I mean, just leave your comments right at the bottom of this uh, this, this link wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, next time you come back, be sure to bring a friend. All right, so this has been another snippet of the upcoming Relationship Renegade podcast with me, Dr. Jameson Mercier. My homegirl, Mia T. In the
1: house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you guys next time. See you later.